Hello, everyone. I'm here with Pooja Diwan, Vice President and Chief Data and Analytics Officer for the Otis Elevator Company. In our previous installments, Pooja talked about our philosophy for data and analytics at Otis and how the company uses this data to improve the passenger experience and its own operations, both end customers and internal customers. Now, I'd like to talk about data governance. Pooja, welcome back. Nice to meet with you again, David. So data governance is a hot topic for the CDO community. And I want to ask, how did you design the data operating model at Otis? So, and then in general, as you offer advice, how should global manufacturing companies balance uh, corporate's desire, let's say, for global data management to centralize decision-making on the one hand with uh, the demands of regional and local offices and their data needs who perhaps want more business unit autonomy and more control over the data. So you're kind of caught in the middle as the chief data officer. How do you make everyone play nice? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. So I think we've been able to find a very good balance that has held both the, the desire, the yin and the yang side of the center and the region itself. So, I mean, like you started your question with, data ecosystem is truly the core for helping you out build that trusted data. And data governance is a very important part of it. You know, just bringing information, but information that everybody's second guessing does not help at all. So from platform perspective, we've been very mindful as we went through our multi-year this hybrid ecosystem journey, that as we brought the data in, we focused on the governance and the quality aspect so, so that we are building a place where from end user perspective, we are not making them go to 50 places and still give them that capability to have the security so it's the right data available at the right time. So our goal is to truly be able to create personalized insights at your role level as you move through all this. So that's that's truly what we aspire to get towards. Now we've come a long way in this journey. When, when I started, we started with segregated, federated ecosystems being managed by the different regions. And we are in a very, very different place just now. We've come a long way because of that ecosystem. So what we have built is the central core with a capability that still gives the regions that are closest to the customer sometimes and sense things that you cannot do from the central core to be able to still partner with the central core and build on top of the central core under the platform guidance and the course capability. So the key over here is there is a central core, but it gives you that regional localization capability to serve the customer. What it does allow us to do is over the course of time, we are finding whatever one region has created on that central core can be now easily scaled and be available 
to other regions as well. And it might not have been the most important thing for them, but it is still an elevator business. And I observe, you know, other regional partners leverage those insights. It gives and creates sort of a snowball effect of us being able to now nudge, not just from technology development perspective, but from business perspective of field leaders connecting from one region to another region. So we've created sort of a Google translator in the middle for them to learn from each other how to run the business more effectively. Got it. Got it. And, and it sounds like you've been able to maintain momentum as you've evolved your data capabilities. So I think a lot of our listeners are going to wonder, well, how did you get started? Uh, specifically, a lot of folks have trouble uh, trying to justify investments in data and specifically on value realization. So my question then is, how have you been successful in working with the different lines of business to capitalize on the data capabilities that you're building at Otis? And specifically, I mean, how do you and the lines of business all agree collectively on how to measure and how to track the value of enterprise data? So again, remember tying it back always to the business strategy. So you tie it back to the business strategy. You're building the right ecosystem. And then you're focusing on the culture aspect, both the business and the technical. That's that's like a standard across. So I'm going to give you an example over there. So I gave you, you know, in your past, my past question, I made a reference itself of the, the central regional sort of solution itself to make it more concrete. So we have about 1,400 branches globally, okay, spread over 80 countries. One of our regions in North America had a great idea about trying to think about how to manage the field efficiency in a very a little different way, how to use our resources in a different way. We worked with the region on the core ecosystem itself, enabled them to get those personalized analytics that can drive the change and business impact for them. And allowed them to roll it out within the region. It resulted in huge business value. So now our ability, because it was already on the core of the modern data ecosystem, it gave us the right ecosystem as an enabler to truly roll it out to the other regions because there was value for them that they could now talk with their peers, the field peers in other countries too. So the right ecosystem and the right culture enabled us to be able to, you know, support the region in their initiative, which was then, you know, kind of leveraged by all other countries to get the same efficiency in their way of managing the branches as well. So this was a great enablement from ecosystem and culture perspective. What was beautiful was that we were not selling the technology. Mm. There was business that had ownership of it 
And they were asking and sharing with each other on how they solved certain problems. And when they saw it, how they learned from it. So it led to this continuous journey of us, every region coming up with a little bit new variation of that, that we continue to evolve upon the product itself. So this capability now, you know, coupled with the cultural capability also gave the business that ownership of saying that this is ours instead of somebody, you know, sending from the center as a technology that you made it up. Wow, that's very impressive. And your um, passion for creating this data ecosystem and really for like making yourself responsible for owning the data-driven culture really comes through in in your answers. So the one question that I have for you, how did you make this all happen? And, And specifically by that, I mean, well, Practically, what advice do you have on how to use external parties like consulting firms on both data strategy and on data implementation? And if you were an advisor, when would you advise that it's better to bring in an independent expert or a small boutique versus a large consulting firm or a global systems integrator like a big four? Absolutely. Now, you know, you and I are technologists and we all know build versus buy, insourcing, outsourcing has been the journey for every technologist for decades and it hasn't changed. I think truly, honestly, with the fast pace that the technology is moving, and I'm going to give a specific example just from Otis' perspective, we cannot do it all alone. So we have partners. We have partners that are helping us out as the products evolve in the data landscape itself. There are partners that help us out with this, with you know being the sounding boards on our strategy itself. And then there are partners that help us out with the implementation side as well. For any manufacturing company, as you you know asked out there, the question on how we should be thinking about it, it's again all about business enablement. From the longest time, we've always thought about you know these decisions on how do we bring the right source of people and right technologies to make that happen. So truly depends on the use case that you're talking about. I mean the. Over the last 10 years, you and I know, there is so much available around cataloging, governance, part of the data platforms itself that the cloud providers are starting to provide. So the, the disruption in this landscape is huge. So we need to continue to evolve. So I truly feel an internal team that's at least focused on the technical strategy to ensure that you are doing the right things and continuing to disrupt to provide the right value to the business because it's not about just being able to solve. It's about being able to solve faster, cheaper, and keep bringing in new capabilities that we never thought about. You know, with artificial intelligence, machine learning, the kind of compute we need to solve these problems is at a different scale. And so engaging with those First of all, focusing on your own company and the business objectives, then stepping back and saying, okay, what is my strategy to 
support that enablement itself and don't think about 10 year journey i mean whatever is is going to keep evolving so but you should have a path in mind and then you continue to evolve with the help of vendors with the help of partners as you mentioned about for implementation and strategy got it got it and i love how you immediately shifted the conversation from like a body shop mentality that so many people take to the question of what are the capabilities i need to build to evolve my ecosystem in order to enable that business strategy you, you went straight to what is the outcome and, and i think that's a powerful message for everyone who's struggling to get their strategy and implementation uh, off to a good start i think you make an excellent point uh, i think there's a right balance of in sourcing outsourcing or build versus buy that we always dealt with uh, that we need to keep in mind but the whole body shop process kind of i feel brings down the some of the capabilities or the impact that the new digital systems can create when transforming an organization um it's not a factory process you don't have a widgets being created it's a transformation enablement of it and the digital tools are part of it so if you do not staff with the right talent and focus on the right business problems you might be able to solve the problem but you might not be able to transform and take the company to the next level so i think that is where you need to be spending time to individualize some of these decisions and apply it to that company that state and what stage of the transformation you are as well and bring in different partners at as you need see fit for your company absolutely that's absolutely well, pooja thank you so much for joining me today and my name is david jao i'm managing director of coda strategy and i had the pleasure of speaking with pooja duwan chief data and analytics officer at the otis elevator company and for our listeners out there remember please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews as part of the cdo magazine interview series thanks everyone talk to you later thank you pleasure speaking with you